G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, Dr Greg Clark has been the CEO of Bible Society Australia for the last nine years and this week he's announced his intention to step down from the role. He's on the line to tell me more. Greg, welcome to Vision Christian Radio. Hi Jess, great to talk to you. Now, could you take us back to the beginning of this journey? How did you come to be the CEO of Bible Society Australia back in 2010? Well, I guess it begins a, lot, a long time before that when my parents gave me my first Bible when I was seven and uh, the Bible just became a very important part of my, my whole life from that point on. So I guess I was well prepared, well in advance to, to do a job like this. But I knew that the Bible Society here was a state-based organisation. Um, I'm in New South Wales. It was a New South Wales Bible Society. Other states had Bible societies, And there were even city-based Bible societies and they had uh, been working on how to amalgamate for some time. In fact, I think they started in 1926 trying to put it together. But in 2010, it really started to come together and there was a sense that there was going to be a new national organisation. And I was approached to see if I'd throw my hat in the ring to, um, as someone who wasn't involved in the Bible Society movement, that could come in with fresh eyes and try to make the most of these wonderful members who all voted from different states to drop their own priorities, drop their own assets on the table and become one national organisation. So it was a huge privilege to be able to be given that responsibility of making good on all of the goodwill that was shown by the members of all the state Bible societies. It does sound like a big gig. For anyone that's not familiar with the work of Bible Society Australia, what does the organisation do? So we were set up in uh, 1817 by Governor Macquarie uh, in fact, we're the oldest continually operating organisation in Australia. We're older than the oldest bank, which is Westpac. They started a month after Bible Society, and all the original directors of the bank were directors of the Bible Society. So it goes right back to the early days of the colony, where Governor Macquarie and his wife, Elizabeth Macquarie, who was a really devout and, and wonderful person, um, were very keen that the Bible was available here as it had been made available to other countries around the world through the efforts of the British and Foreign Bible Society, which started uh, back in, in 1804. And uh, so here they gathered together the um, leaders of the colony and decided to form this group that would raise money to buy Bibles, have them shipped out from uh, Britain at the time, um, and provide a Bible for anyone who needed one in this place, which was obviously quite a difficult place to be and uh, they were trying to form a I guess a, a new society uh, from the British perspective and they wanted the Bible to be part of that so the members of the committee and I often mention this to my board members they literally walked around old Sydney town knocked on doors and found out how many people lived in a house who could read and whether they had a Bible if they didn't have a Bible they would be offered one or if they had money they'd be asked to pay for it so that that money would support giving a Bible to someone who couldn't pay for it. 
And really, that's been the principle of the Bible Society all along, is to provide the Word of God as freely as we possibly can. But if people can pay and support the work, then we gladly accept their donations and their and their dollars. And so we've been distributing the Bible ever since then, but we also do a broad range of activities that you need to get the Bible in front of people, such as translation, uh, Bible engagement programs. We do literacy work. And we support this mission work around the world. So it's both work in Australia and around 30 mission projects that we support around the world every year, thanks to the generosity of our donors. So among all those roles, that all those jobs that the organisation does, have you had any particular favourite things about working for the Bible Society? Oh, there are so many, but I think one of the things that excites me most is the idea that we are a society, that we're a group of people who believe in Jesus Christ, but we do that across a whole range of different denominations and backgrounds. Um, and as a result, we want to bring the living word of Jesus and his written word in the Bible into the broader society. So I'm excited about our projects that reach out from the church into the broader society. While I've been here, we've um, we've started up or we've acquired um, a newspaper called Eternity and a news service, which means we can tell a Christian take on the news on a daily basis. Um, we also uh, acquired the Centre for Public Christianity, which I was involved with before coming here, which is really a media company that's trying to um, bring the Christian worldview into the mainstream media through documentaries, through appearing on television, radio, and so forth. Um, and we also do publishing that is, of course, based around the Bible, but also much more general in terms of trying to bring people towards the Christian worldview. Um, so for me, we call all those kinds of activities advocacy, advocating for the value of the Bible. And I think that's one of the things that most excites me about and has excited me over the last nine years. So there's been a lot of achievements in that time. What have been some of the most challenging things about your role? I think it's always really sad to see how the Bible is misused, especially in the public square. At the moment, we've got plenty of examples of that. Um, discussions all around the Israel Folau, um posting of uh, his message with its Bible background. People have views on both sides of that issue, but in the midst of it, the Bible is really being... I guess, misused in some ways. And I think it really distresses me that people's Bible literacy is so low. I remember talking to a prominent journalist in one of our big media organisations um, about about my work, and he said to me, how do I get a Bible? Can, I, can you even buy the Bible? Um, and it just struck me how little people know about this book that has really shaped the civilization that they are part of. So for me, that's quite distressing that people just have no idea and yet they will be able to sprout opinions about the Bible without having really seriously read it. So I think my mission uh, has always been to offer people the opportunity to engage with the Bible seriously um, and and really educate themselves about what it says and see, see what they make of it. You're listening to Vision Christian Radio, and I'm talking with Dr. Greg Clark, who's the outgoing CEO of the Bible Society Australia. Now, Greg, after nine years as the boss, you are calling it quits. What has prompted that decision? Well, I think nine years is quite a good innings for uh, a CEO these days. Um, it's been wonderful building the organisation from the states into the national body, 
um, acquiring the different parts that we need to do our work well today. And I think it's just time for someone else to have a go. Um, So I'll be stepping down with a good plan in place, a good strategy that the organisation's following. Lots of wonderful uh, staff members and executives here who are really focused 100% on the mission that we've got to do here. So it seemed like a good time to be able to step aside and uh, see who the Lord has next in line to lead the organisation. You said you've got a good plan and strategies that you'll be leaving as you um, depart. What are some of your hopes and plans for the organisation going forward? Well, our purpose here is to champion the Bible, to share the love of Jesus. So we, we need to build a whole range of activities that do that job of championing the Bible. Um, as we were just saying, the, the level of Bible knowledge in Australian society in particular is very poor, and we're the worse off for it. Um, we need to champion the Bible's value for considering our own lives, considering our understanding of the culture we're in, um, setting our moral compass, educating our children. Uh, these are all really significant parts of, of our strategy. So you'll see more from Bible Society in terms of reaching out into the broader society and offering the Bible in a whole range of ways. Uh, we certainly need to be innovative about that. The days are gone where you'll be able to sit people down in front of a, just a book and work your way through it. Um, we, we continue to enter the digital age, hopefully at the right pace, and um, be offering all sorts of ways that people can engage with Scripture. And I guess the other part of the strategy is to continue the task of the Bible societies since uh, they began back in 1804, and that is to make the Bible available to everyone on the planet in the language that they would prefer. So we continue to support translation work around the world. Um, That's accelerating because God keeps providing the new technologies in order to achieve it faster. Um, and that's a big part of the strategy, is we can actually see the light at the end of the tunnel of every language group on earth having a significant part of the Bible uh, where they can know God, they can hear the gospel, and they can grow the church. So uh, the the progress on that front has been incredible during the last nine years um, around the world, and um, we have a couple of things to thank. One, the generosity of God and the way he's brought supporters into achieving that, and also the technologies he's provided, which mean that we can just get the Word of God to people so much faster and so much cheaper than we could before. Sounds like there are lots of exciting things on the horizon for the organisation, but what's coming up next for you personally, Greg? Well, I'll take a little bit of time to discern with my family what my next step should be. I'm not moving into anything straight away at this stage. Um, I'm still in the job here until the end of June, so I'll be fully focused on on the work of Bible Society until then. Um, but God has always provided for me and always found things for me to do, so I'm not really concerned about what the next stage will be, and I'm excited to work out what it, what it is. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be really looking forward to seeing what your future has for you. Now, finally, do you have any advice for anyone who aspires to be a leader of a Christian organisation, whether it's a big one, a small one, old or new, who might be inspired by the career journey you've had? Well, thanks for that. Um, I think my advice would be that these things are never as organised as you might think they are. Uh, Proverbs helps us there, that you know we make our plans, but the Lord directs our steps. Um, remaining open to the needs of the time that you're in and bringing your skills and being willing to offer them to the needs of the church and the society at the time, I think that openness is very important. Um, 
I'd also say that your own walk with God is a key. That um, for me, it's been very humbling to be part of the Bible Society experience, to see people around the world who have suffered for their faith much more than I have or probably ever will. And to be um, moved by that and encouraged to stronger commitment and to making the most of the days that we're given. Um, I think I've also benefited from people who've believed in me and so looking out for mentors and people who can see what you have to offer and are willing to, to be your advocate and, uh, and speak up for you. I've got plenty of people along those lines to thank for seeing what I might be able to achieve and giving me the opportunities to do it. Dr. Greg Clark, it's been wonderful to talk to you today. Um, congratulations on everything that you've achieved in your tenure as the CEO of Bible Society Australia and all the best to you and your family for the next season. Thanks very much, Jess. That's very kind of you and, and blessings on your ministry through the radio work there too, which is just so important. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.